my three goats have no worries. They have a big pasture. They have a fence separating them from the donkeys. They have a nice cozy house and a housekeeper, me, who does a pretty good job. They have a big clean water trough, hay in the winter, sweet feet, just a smidge, twice a day. Their biggest problem is sometimes pooping in the water trough, ugh, gross, or a drowned chipmunk in the water trough, even worse. Or the ducks going for a swim in their drinking water. Occasionally, the chickens and ducks try to share their breakfast. The goats scoot them off the feeder gently. Life is good. Welcome to the accidental farm. It's a funny place, full of characters. The animal kind, who are always here, and the human ones. Me, for example. I am here all the time. At least, now I am. And when I am not, Carl steps in. He's here when I am here, too just to check in. I think he finds me entertaining. Always a project going on, and he always knows a better way to do it. I think if he was my dad, I might find it annoying, but to the contrary, I love his advice, and the way he gives it is hilarious. He has more sayings than I could fit single-spaced in a college-ruled notebook. When I am building something, and it's not quite straight, which happens pretty often, he says, Ah, in a hundred years it won't matter. <laughs> That's one of the cleaner things that he says. I'll share more with you soon. My comebacks are getting better, and I have to catch myself from saying Carl things in the company of others. You know, Schick too, my talkative farrier, and the vet, Dr. Neb Sadowski. He's coming here today. Always something. Anyway, no matter your favorite character here, you're always welcome and always appreciated. The goats have very little adversity in their lives. They are protected from predators. Sometimes they pick fights with each other, maybe just for entertainment. They have to decide where to graze, lower pasture, upper pasture, and where to sit in the meadow, on their rock pile, or on the big cable wire spools. Seasonally, their fur changes, super fuzzy in the winter, shedding tufts in the spring, and somewhat sleeker in the summer. Sometimes in the winter, they become itchy and scratch off some of their fur. I have been adjusting their diet to help with that. Then there's hoof trimming. That happens once every six weeks or so, and maybe a bit more for mama. This is their day-to-day, season-to-season. It is a pure and basic life. My friend Patricia shared a quote with me once, and I can't find it anywhere to attribute it, but it has stuck with me. If you want to see something new, walk the same path every day. That is to say that in routine you notice changes, subtle differences, nuances, and in there you can find some chunks of wisdom, an aha moment, or just something interesting. Echo is fat. She is first to the food. She is first to everything. To the top of the spool, to an open gate, to a half-closed door. She is also the odd goat out, in a way. If the goats are going to pair off, she's out. Echo is also the fluffiest, a big white puffball on four feet, with a set of glorious horns that swoop outward, Recently, I noticed that Echo's udder looked bigger. Maybe I am imagining it? 
She seemed fatter too. I mean, all three goats are somewhat fat, but she's fatter than the other two. And I don't think that she's using her shelf as much. I mentioned it to Carl. Yep, I noticed that too. Of course, he didn't say anything to me about it. You might be thinking, she's pregnant. She looks it. And now with an enlarged udder, it's even more convincing. But there are no goats for miles, and the only bucks that frequent these parts are deer. So, 99.9% sure that she's not pregnant. I got to thinking about this. Maybe she wants to be pregnant. She's eight. Midlife crisis? Odd goat out? Maybe, maybe she thinks it would be nice to have a little goat to call her own. I mentioned this to a few people. I got crazy looks. And then to my mom, she said, it happens with people. Oh, it happens with people. A sympathetic pregnancy. So why not a goat? My vet, Dr. Nebs, was not concerned. He's very, it's a farm animal laissez-faire about these things. Maybe she has a cyst on her ovary or something like that, he said. That was it. I know I'm not leaving you with much to take from here. Maybe she wants a baby. Maybe she has a cyst. Maybe both. But there's not much I can do about either. I scratch her right behind the horns so her ears flap up and down. I talk to her the same way I always have, sweetly most of the time, and more harshly when she's being naughty. She knows the difference. She's my girl. And maybe it's enough that I understand what could be going on, and that you do too. More tomorrow. Thanks for being here, for Echo, and for me too. XO.